Welcome to the Haywood County Schools Report. This is Graham Haynes, Assistant Superintendent and host for the Haywood County Schools Report. Today, we will be talking about our food services program, um, a recent trip that we took, and the community eligibility provision that uh, our schools have this year. So our special guest today is our Haywood County Schools Nutrition Director, Allison Francis. Allison, thanks for being with us. You're welcome. We're happy to have you. Um, so recently, um, we just took a trip to, and you invited me, I was fortunate, fortunate enough to be able to go. Uh, we took a trip to Ridgefield Farms, which does Brasstown beef. I think I got that right. Um, and that's in Brasstown, North Carolina. It's in Cherokee County. Uh, they do farm to table, locally raised, no hormones added beef. And that is where our school system gets all of its beef. Is that correct? Our raw ground beef comes Raw from ground there. beef. Awesome. So tell us about, um, I guess, our partnership with them, a little bit about them, um, kind of where all that started, and just, uh, I guess, your, your oh. thoughts on that trip. It was fun. Uh, yeah, this is our second year using the Brasstown ground beef, and that uh, we got connected to them through um, Appalachian Sustainable Agriculture Program, which helps link restaurants, schools, and other organizations with local farmers in our within a hundred miles of of Asheville. Yeah. So they um, linked us up with Brasstown, and we've been purchasing ground beef. For the last two years and we use that in our scratch made dishes like baked ziti spaghetti um, we just started a beefy mac and cheese um, taco tuesdays you name it Any, anything that has ground beef in it we use their product for awesome yeah it was really neat um you know we went and i didn't really know what to expect going you know we got there and they kind of told us about the, the farm itself and, and how much property they had and some of it was in a conservation easement i believe it was about a thousand acres Right, and I, you know, we got, we started, we got on the hayride, and we were going out, and the cows were running by us, and they were telling us about the cows, and we got to the top of a mountain up there, and we were in one of their fields, you know, and, and the guy was talking about the, the land, and he, he pointed at the one mountain, which wasn't very far away, and he was like, you know, that ridge line right there is, is where our property starts, and I was like, okay, well, that's not that, that's not that, you know, big, and then we turned the other way. And it's just this vast expanse of land. And, and, and he's like, that mountain way out there, that's Georgia. The little one right in front of it, that's where our property starts. And, I mean, it, it was as far as the eye could see. So it was pretty wild to see all the space they had, you know, and, and I guess all the area that the cows have to, to free roam to an extent, um, you know, and just, I guess, that whole process of them raising the cattle and then, you know, explaining that with us was really neat. Yeah, it was, and we, as often as we can, we try to use our funds to purchase local farm-to-school products, whether it be from a local farmer um, like Brasstown or KT's Orchard in Canton for apples, um, or through our farm-to-school program that the state of North Carolina does for us. Yep, that's awesome. Yeah, it's good to buy local when we can. We, we do our very best to do that, um, not just with child nutrition, but with everything. But, you know, you can't always, but we do our best to. Um, is there anything else w with that, that that you wanted to add into or, or talk about? Um, it, it was a neat experience. I, I enjoyed going. Yeah, it was great to go out and actually see where the product's coming from and meet the cows and yeah, yeah. and enjoy a really beautiful fall day out there. It was really nice um, to put, not really a face with the name, but a farm with the name. Maybe. Correct. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it really was. 
It really was, and it's one of those things, like, we knew where it was, we were driving out there, and you're driving, and you just keep going, you just keep going, and you just keep going, and there it was. Um, but it was, it really was great. Um, so the other thing I wanted to touch on and talk about today, and I think we, you, you may have done a podcast at the end of the year last year on this, and I know we've talked about it a little bit, but it's, it's just the um, CEP program, or the Community Eligibility provision program that we are now part of and we've always been I guess a part of to an extent but all of our schools have qualified for it this year um you mind telling the the listeners a little bit about that what it is and um you know how it benefits our kids so the um, community eligibility provision also referred to as CEP is a program through USDA that provides um funds for school districts that have at least 40% of their students uh, qualified for free meals through programs such as SNAP, um, Medicaid, um, homeless, migrant, runaway children. So if 40%, actually it's done by school, um, 40% of the students in a school qualify for one of those programs, then the entire school can eat for free. And we were fortunate enough that this school year all of our locations qualified so every school gets to participate awesome now every location i guess every school didn't necessarily qualify but you're able to kind of group them together in geographic areas for for a sense right or correct. Kind of districts correct the sense. only school that didn't qualify was the haywood early college gotcha. they didn't hit okay. that 40 percent, but they were if you hit 30 percent, you can be grouped with another school to reach the 40 so they were at like 32 percent. so we were able Perfect. to add them to the program that way gotcha gotcha yeah that's awesome and that gives you know a kid can get free breakfast and free lunch Every day, no matter what, doesn't matter, you know, if the kid was free, reduced lunch, whatever, before, any child at those schools. So that's all of our schools. Um, and what kinds of things, I mean, obviously the Brass Town Beef and, and the things you mentioned with that, but what other kinds of meal options do you have and what constitutes a meal? All right. So we usually have at the elementary school three to four entree options a day. At the middle and high schools, probably five to six options available just in different entrees. Uh, we try to offer peanut butter and jelly uncrustables every day just because there's a lot of picky kids out there and we're trying to grab their attention if we can. Um, fresh fruits and vegetables are available every day to supplement that meal. Um, for a meal to be free, though, they have to choose at least three items at lunch and three items at breakfast. So those items can range from an entree, a fruit, and a milk, um, uh, a fruit, a vegetable, and a milk. They don't have to necessarily choose the entree for it to be a complete meal. But for us to get the USDA reimbursement for that meal, they have to pick at least three things that are offered. Um, so if you have a picky child and you want to send their sandwich with them, and they go through the line, they can pick up a fruit and a vegetable or a roll and a milk to um, go with that meal. But one of the items that they choose must be a fruit or vegetable. Gotcha. That, that makes that a little more clearer. Um, I know you mentioned picky kids, and I think about my son, and you know, he, he's pretty picky, and he only had like, you know, stuffed crust pizza and a couple other things, you know, that he wanted. And I went and ate with him one day, and I had Salisbury steak. Um, at his elementary school, and he tasted it, and he loves it. So now every time it comes up on the menu, he, he's got he's got to eat lunch that day, you know. So he and he's begin begun to try a little more just because of of that experience. So encourage your kids to try them because it is good. 
We also have breakfast available every day, and so each child is able to have breakfast and lunch, one meal per day, one of each one meal each. per day. Um, and there's also a la carte snacks available for purchase if they want to have some extra money on their account for a snack. But if a child only wants some milk, unfortunately, that's not free. They have to either get the complete meal to have that for free or pay 75 cents for the carton of milk. So encourage your student to pick up two extra things to go with that, and then they can complement their meal they brought from home with the other items. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, Allison, thank you very much for being with us. Um, is there anything else that, you, that you've got you feel like you want to add in to the topics we were talking about or anything else that's happening in our cafeterias that you'd like to talk about or share? I'd just really like to encourage parents to get, encourage their kids to and students to participate in our breakfast and lunch program. It saves the parents time and money, makes getting out the door in the morning for school a little bit quicker. You don't have to think about packing that lunch or feeding them breakfast. They can grab it at school. Um, can't beat it. Absolutely. No, you cannot. You can't beat Haywood County Schools as, as a whole either. Um, but uh, Allison, again, thank you so much for being with us. We appreciate it. Um, and appreciate you being our guest on the Haywood County Schools Report, and we appreciate everything that you do for our kids, our schools, and our community. Um, thank you all for listening. Have a wonderful day. Haywood County.